What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 100 of the WorkPrints Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my co-host, Bilal. Bilal, 100 episodes. It only took us, like, what, nine years? <laughs> um, so I went back to sound i uh -huh. logged back into soundcloud to look at our early episodes and we had 40 on soundcloud uh we only have episode 40 up there i think the other 39 are lost lost the time <laughs> uh but that last recording was five years ago then i think we took a two-year break somewhere along the ways um yeah. we were we we're doing this for a while um and then i think the most consistent we've been is since we came back uh around mm -hmm. episode 47 48 uh back in march last year but it's it's been a journey man i i can't believe i can't believe it's been a hundred episodes of this uh plus yeah. i i know <laughs> i know christian did a hundred episode uh podcast of just like just our podcast feed including like all the shows we've done and things mm -hmm. but for the games cast i think we, we've been through a lot <laughs> like I, I think just uh, over the course of our lives just like i think you opened a law firm you, you, you like you left your job you opened a law firm i was i don't even think i was married uh when we started uh let alone had a kid so you, you know it, it's it, it's been great and just having friends along the way uh for this entire journey uh you know, pop in help out with the site you know the work print turned eight eight years um I, th I think it's been now which is kind of incredible <laughs> um i can't believe it's still going at, at some point i thought it would just like ride off into the sunset but we just keep finding more writers or just a passion to come back and keep doing more and more so you know thank you to everybody along the way uh and, you know we're gonna do uh, i think a celebrate more of a celebratory um episode next week uh i you know i discussed it with rob i was like the week after next the week after next yes yes the uh, next episode but the week after next because i'm out of yes. town next week. actually i might do one next week uh, so maybe 102 okay. we'll do it on. all right that's um, fine um yeah um i yeah it was just we're coming right off of not e3 and the summer games fest and i was just like you know, while we're celebrating video games, I also want to be able to uh, celebrate with the community. So let's make sure we have like a proper, maybe quiet week. There's usually this like nice lull after uh, all this news breaks at once. But, um, you know, thank you everyone that's been stuck with us over the years. Uh, truly appreciate it. Uh, I wonder, um, I wonder, including this and any other shows, how many hours of audio of my voice is out there now? <laughs> Certainly too much, uh, too many hours, but no, it's, it's, it's wild. You know, I, I, like you said, we've been the most consistent since we got back. And I think it's been, I think the way we've been handling since we got back has been great. And part of the reason why we've been so consistent, right? We're not kind of we're hitting not the pressure. <laughs> yeah, we're not broke. That's part of it. We're not broke. We have a better uh, work-life balances going on and we're not paying our like pressure on ourselves to be something that we're not. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, this show is just two friends who love video games getting together and talking about the week in the news and what you know what we've been doing, and then yeah. and it's an excuse for me to uh, get all my thoughts on video games out there that nobody else wants to hear. <laughs> and so my wife always makes fun of me. I will go to a like a, a a party or a work event, usually like when she was in residency and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and i would meet all these other doctors or whatever and i would just be there like 
kind of quiet. I mean, talking, but not. And my body language would be a certain way, kind of a little bit closed off. And then I would like meet somebody's husband. And then somehow someone would at some point, someone would mention that they play video games or into video games. And then my whole demeanor changes and I'm sitting there talking their ear off for like 45 minutes. Uh, and, and now I get to do that every week. So it's yeah. nice. No, I, I mean, it, it, it's absolutely nuts. Like we've had over 2 million visitors to the work print in some form or another over the years. Um, you, you know, and like we've done some really fun stuff over the years. Like every time we get a new writer, every time we get to bring them to Comic-Con and meet their heroes and interview them, it, it, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's great. And then just like, I think for me and you, it's over... I think when we stopped doing this, we also kind of lost the ability to just be able to sit down and just talk about video games. Like, as, you know, as you grow up, like some of my fondest memories growing up have been just like staying up late, playing video games with my uh, cousins uh, and friends. And it's just like, as you get older, like that just doesn't happen anymore. Like no one comes over yeah. and like, hey, let's play local co-op. Like as, right. as, as, as much as I keep buying controllers, that, that doesn't mean someone's going to pick it up and want to <laughs> play with me. Yeah, you're uh, preaching to the choir with that yeah. one. Yeah, so you know, it, it, it's been a journey. I'm I'm glad we do this. It it is fun. Uh, I'm glad my wife is as supportive as she is about. Yeah. Uh, yep. And your wife as well. Uh, yep. She is a saint. Uh, you know. Um. So yeah, like I said, uh, happy to be here. Here's to a hundred more. Um, and thanks, mom, for listening, and Rob's mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh and ng and thank you ng and yes thank you ng <laughs> yep uh gotta gotta shout out the homies man those who support us the most all right so let's go ahead and get this show rolling uh we'll talk about what we've been playing it's been a light week for me i will say that uh i know you played you have a game that's fairly new that you played uh that we'll, we'll get to uh that i want to play just haven't gotten my hands on it quite yet and but what i have been playing strangely enough outside of the usual suspects like apex and 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 smite and a little bit of evil dead uh is i started playing outriders again i think seeing kind of the trailers and videos for world slayer and that being out at the end of this month has gotten me and and you know a group of friends taylor matt like that uh, energized about the game again and to the point where like i was looking up different builds for the trickster and trying to figure out like what is optimal damage for them and what kind of gear i should be going for and we've just been doing the expeditions or whatever they are for the drop pod resources which is what you need to level up everything and to get yeah. to buy legendary gear from from the vendor and man that game is so much fun it's very much dumb like mindless fun for the most part uh, but it is so much fun. And part of the allure, I think, is finding like the build and the armor and the weapons to kind of make your class broken. I My class currently, if I do everything right, I, I, I think all the classes have a an ability that modifies the type of ammo you're using, right? For the trickster, they're called twisted rounds. And they do significantly more damage than normal bullets. But it, the moment you reload your clip, they're gone, right? I now have an armor set that once I got the three pieces that every time I use the ability that basically rewinds time. So I place a marker down, run out, and then if I activate it again, it'll send me back to that original marker. Every time I rewind time, it reloads my clip. 
Oh my god, and that's so, so nice. <laughs> I, I'm going through entire levels without expending because one of the, when you activate that ability as well, yeah. you, it's unlimited ammo for that clip because it doesn't take from your ammo pool. And so I'm going through entire levels without actually reloading, without losing my twisted rounds, and without having to get more re uh, ammo from an ammo uh, cache. And it's been it's been so so much fun, man. It's been a blast. And we've been doing like the most difficult expeditions. We're all at max level right now, just trying to get the couple pieces of gear that we're that we're missing and the better weapons. Because that's that right now for me, it's it's like one piece of armor and uh, a couple better weapons. How has it uh, been post patch? I know we played this at launch, but like, have you felt much of a difference in terms of like some of the changes they made, um, and balance changes, and like, and I think armor progression stuff. Um. Yeah, so uh, we talked about this because I think we we did try it out a little bit post patch because we talked about how they changed the deconstructing of um, gear pieces. So they yeah they've yeah. streamlined a lot of that. So instead of having to go in and individually mark all the blues or all the purples, there are boxes down at the bottom of your inventory that are blue and purple, and you click them, it highlights all the blues in your inventory, highlights all the purples in your inventory across the board, no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, piece of gear you're in and you can uh, deconstruct them all at, uh, by holding a button in two seconds and so that quality of life change has been absolutely uh, amazing i also think that the expeditions and the way they work right now and the fact that it tells you ahead of time like this is how many materials you'll get if you crank it up harder you'll get more drop pod materials but and you'll get a higher chance of getting legendary, but the reality is it's gonna be hard. You know, like level 50s, I, there are some builds out there that can solo them, but I mean, they're meant to be done as a group. The other big change, like the really big change, I think that makes all of this kind of worthwhile, the the current end game content. I mean, it's still not the best. I'm excited for what they're bringing in, in World Slayer, but what makes it significantly better is that you're it's not timed anymore. That yeah. was the real problem when, when that stuff launched in those expeditions is that the time restraint made them like impossible and if you fail these you don't get anything from them really you need you uh, really other, needed like a group of three that knew yes. what they were doing in some of those and that yeah. right and basically had the runs like memorized you yeah. know the other thing is that when you fail you don't there is no checkpointing you could start right from the beginning and so taking the time limit out and them rebalancing some of the classes to actually give most of the classes a little bit more survivability and, the, and it makes it more makes you play more methodic and careful um unless you're with a a, a, a group that doesn't have to be and what i mean is taylor is our tank right that yeah. that dude is not going down <laughs> and so i can be a little bit more reckless and try to get the damage out and try to disrupt because I know that if I go down, he's going to be able to get me up. And so it's 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 been a, a lot of fun. I'm really really excited for the World Slayer stuff. Yeah, I um, actually um, pre-ordered it yesterday or the day before because I think you do get the, the two day or head start or something like that. Yeah, and it, like it, this is just one of those games where it's like even if I'm not playing with friends. I can still just go in and do this content solo, and I, that's how I played yep. most of that campaign, and I had a blast yep. doing it. And like the end game, like a lot of the stuff that has an end game, like I think, and we'll talk about this uh, as we go through 
um, the Xbox press conference and uh, some of the other games that un- had uh, showings. But like a lot of them are spotlighting Endgame. Like, hey, this is our game. It has a loot. It has a progression system. And this is how Endgame works. And they're coming up out up front and saying it. Like, Outriders did have that issue where you you had the expeditions, but they never had like a, a tail on it. For World Slayer, they're like, hey, we know what you want. Okay, listen to the, the player community and like here it is and it looks great like mm-hmm. even if i even if i don't engage with the end game i, I can always come back and there's just different there's always be new gear to get because the difficulty tiers keep on going and it just gets new new enemy variants as you go deeper and deeper in that end game um i think it's like a crypt or something uh or the tomb uh and and so yeah, it, it just seems like this could be like a knockout of park, and I, I can't wait to get my hands on uh, World Slayer, and I re- and I really hope like it picks up people uh, again with uh, the expansion. Um, but yeah, and that wraps up what I've been playing this past week. Uh, what about you, Bilal? I have been delving in to summer camp, um, so <laughs> you know. I was like, what do I want to do with my time? And I thought to myself, I was like, you know, you know what sounds great? What if I want, what if I controlled a bunch of summer camp counselors in the woods where there is a mysterious hag, uh, you know, that haunts the woods uh, and see, you know, to, to see what happens. I decided to play Supermassive's new game, uh, The Quarry. And So real quick. Yes. How... Of Supermassive's past games, which ones have you played and, and completed? Until Dawn. Okay. That was them, right? And yes, Until Dawn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I did never. I have like the. the I have um, was it the Dark Pictures anthology? Is that what they call them? Yeah. Yes, that's but what they call them. So there's Man of Medan, which is the first one. Yeah. There yeah. is uh, something Hope. Dark Hope, Little Hope. Little Hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one after, the third one, that's the one I haven't played yet. I don't yeah. remember what that was. So we, I I have that. We should do the co-op on that, definitely. Okay. Uh, and then the quarry is their latest one, which kind of goes back to the Until Dawn, uh, uh, like, roots of just like, hey, this is like your 80s slasher flick, but this takes place in 2002. Um, if you never played one of these games, it is just think of like a 80s slasher flick. Um you you know you're following just watching a movie and then you get to interact with these cutscenes at moments like hey uh someone uh, like there's a monster or somebody chasing you and there's a root in the ground make sure you press up at the right time or you might need to mash a certain button at, uh, at a certain moment or uh, make a decision uh, a quick decision hold your breath during the scene um or or just like react to conversations with certain characters and you you get to mold these characters into relationships as they go on through the game and and, and this one st- starts off with like a prologue where you're these two camp counselors going to camp a day early to just get the scope of the area and you know you get run off the road uh and you know things start to go a bit weary and then you jump two m- months forward you're with the rest of the camp counselors and you get stuck there for the night and you know it's a night that they'll never forget is the best way to explain it. <laughs> and, you know, I, as you play, you're trying to uh, uh, unfold the mystery uh, of the game uh, of, like, what's going on at that camp, uh, why why things are going uh, 
why are people just like being hunted? Like, what is it? What is in the woods? Um, uh, it brings back some like familiar actor faces because I, I don't think the Dark Pictures anthology really had any star talent. You have like David Arquette, you have like Prenda Song. Uh, there's some. No, the Dark faces. Pictures has the Dark Picture has some. Some, yeah. Uh, I I know that third one has like Ashley Tisdale, and oh, so okay. yeah. I mean, the, I think the the they got the sweet life of uh, Zach and Cody uh, stars halfway done. <laughs> so just need two more. <laughs> Get Zach and Cody for the next one. Yeah, I think I think that's the level of like star power. Uh, we'll say that they that they kind of get. But yeah, no, you mentioned the half the because in this one is uh, Brenda's song, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also uh, Justice Smith from yeah, Justice Smith. Uh, Detective Pikachu fame. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But like, he has a really weird like deep voice in this one. And, like, I don't know. Okay. His character kind of just rubbed me the wrong way, and then I then I realized I was also like making decisions based on him just being this annoying character as well i was just like oh i mean i did that i did that and until dawn i can't remember what what her name was but i was just like yeah no anything that can go wrong for you i'm gonna like that can go wrong because you are driving me nuts yeah And, and, and so like this game is 10 chapters long it took me about 11 hours to complete from beginning to end uh and there's a lot of replay like if you want to go back and get the perfect ending of like everyone survives uh, mm. and like filling in all those objectives. There's a, there's a lot of replayability here. Like mm. even using a guide to like see everything possible, it'll probably take you 30 to 40 hours to get everything out of this. But if, if you just want to do this once, uh, once through 11 hours, uh, easy. Uh, That's usually I w- how I play these games. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I always play once through, whoever dies, dies. That's my story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Ted Raimi is the other one. Sam Raimi's brother plays the cop in this. Uh, so it's uh, it, it, it is very entertaining. Uh, I think one of my concern, one of my complaints with it is like there's some chapters in the beginning. Like the prologue is great. It starts off strong, and then chapters one or two are a little bit slow. Uh, in terms of just like, hey, you're just being introduced to the, the camp counselors. Uh, you know, it, it's nice and quiet. You're like, come on, let's get into it. But like, I think around chapter three is like when it starts picking up. And then it, from there onwards, it just it, like, I was, I, I did a stream that first night of, uh, I think, prologue in chapter one. And then I came back with chapter five and it played it through to the end. Uh, I think it was a four and a half hour stream last night. And it was a blast. Like it was just a roller coaster. You know, you're trying to keep the people you want alive, and then yeah. unfortunately, all of my favorite characters I ended up killing, not because I wanted to. I thought I was making the right mm-hmm. choice, but it just happened. Um, that it's okay. That ha- yeah. so, I was playing when I was playing Until Dawn. The main character in that game is is portrayed and voiced by Hayden Panettiere, right? Yeah, and this is right around like the height of heroes or maybe just after heroes and so i spent the whole game doing everything perfect to make sure she survived and then at the very end there is a section of the game where you just you have to keep the controller still all right you cannot move it and and this was playstation 3 right so it just had PS4. started that front till dawn mm, no there's no chance yes there's no until chance. Da- until Dawn is a PS4 game. No chance. Rob, it's PS4. 
Really? Yes. 2015. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess, okay. I guess that's right. Uh, I, you know, that had the, the, the like tilt controls or whatever in that controller. Yeah. And so I pit, mm. I, yeah, I pit the controller down thinking like, all right, I just have to keep it still, but it also had rumble. And so pinning it down and then the rumble caused it to move and caused her to, to, to die. And so. That was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that that is always my one thing with these games is that like I spend the whole time trying to keep certain people alive and then inevitably, like most horror movies, I'd say uh, my favorite characters end up dying. So what, what I can say with this is there's nothing with rumble or tilt controls, but what there is is a hold breath mechanic. And how that works is uh, you hold down A or X, uh, depending on the uh, console you're playing on. And there's, like, these red bar uh, on the screen basically showing you, like, hey, the monster or the person chasing you is um, uh, there. And as soon as it um, goes away, like, fully, like, the monsters no can't hear you, hear you, you can let go and your character will then run. If you decide to be, like, you, I'll just say whole day down this entire time, the monster mm-hmm. can come back and you'll be screwed. Um, I, I definitely had some good jump scares. And through all okay. this, uh, like, I, I, I won't say, like, I was, like, I, I normally don't get nightmares from horror stuff, but, like, it, get, it does right. get gory. There are definitely decapitations. Uh, the first <laughs> character I did lo- uh, I did lose um, happened in such a brutally violent and gory manner that I, my, my jaw was dropped. And luckily, it's, I think it's on stream from yesterday. Um, yeah, it was just, I, I did not expect it to play out the way it did uh that was good i i feel like the story uh, and how it all ties up is great uh there's collectibles as well and one of the things i like about the collectibles and how it ties in is uh through the course of the game you can collect evidence of like hey like what what's going on and i think there's about one per chapter and like that ties into the epilogue of like hey are do, like what actually happened did these teens just murder a bunch of people yeah. uh, or each other? Like, or was there actually something going on? And so, like, depending on how much evidence you have, um, you know, it, it does affect the ending. Uh, like, my one complaint is this thing is $70 on a next-gen console, 60 on the new, uh, which it does seem a bit pricey. I think the Dark Picture Anthology games were 40 Uh, uh Yeah, 30 or 40 I mean, 30, something 40. in that range. Yeah. yeah. And so, I will like, say though, if if you're talking eleven hours to complete it straight through, you're basically talking the length of two of those games. Yeah. Um. So it it makes sense. I think I, I don't know. Seventy dollars seems like a lot. I am not used to seventy dollars for next gen yet. Uh. Yeah. I think it it's is, still it's one kind of, of a bummer. Things. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not oh, like one of those uh, Sony things. It's two K yeah. and Sony, right? Yeah. Um, it's, and it's like you can't even just buy the Xbox One version because that's a different S- uh, yeah SQ altogether. Yeah. So yep. that drives me nuts. To. Yeah. And but this was something I did want to experience. Like I was like I liked Until Dawn. This feels very yeah. close and uh, familiar to that. Uh, it also has a movie mode. So if you don't feel like interacting, what you can do is uh, just. I think it like it sets behavior for characters like, hey, they're smart or no, they're just plain stupid uh, and you can watch it that way. But there's also a third option, which is um, director mode. So you get to just make the choices 
but you don't need any interactions. Does this game have the mechanic where the individual characters already have personality traits and then your actions like reinforce those or they develop new ones? So in their past mm -hmm. games, and I think Until Dawn was like this as well, where like some of the characters were like, we're brave, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the more you did brave actions, the more your brave meter like went up or whatever. There wasn't a brave meter, but there was like how people looked or talked to you or like right like i i with justice smith's character at one point i was like hey how about you go instead uh and they're like they're like this so-and-so lost respect for you or like they're losing yeah, patience yeah. with you uh okay so there is some and, of that in the background and, and there is some of that and it, like it might not seem so like after i finished the game i went back and saw like what trophies and stuff i was missing and like how to unlock some of this other stuff uh and i was like oh wow so it's like certain decisions you make even as small as they seem do have uh, a purpose uh that like they can affect or open up options down the road uh, like i don't want to spoil anything but yeah yeah don't please I, I am gonna yeah. play this uh, yeah uh, and the one thing i will say is like to, you really can't save scum because the checkpointing in it is so fast yeah I, yeah uh, they they are very yeah. good about that trust me i've had to i i've had to one of which one the second no 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 and man of medan there was a character that I, for whatever reason, just kept missing the, the quick time event, and they were dying fairly early on, and I had to just basically start from the beginning of the the chapter, or actually no, just go into an all new playthrough, I think, and so, yeah, they're they're pretty good about that. <laughs> yeah, the one, uh, so the one thing that didn't make it in at launch is the audience mode. And so if mm -hmm. you decide to stream the game out, you can um, have the audience poll for uh, what decisions you want to make. And so it's more of an interactive experience with the stream. I think they said that's coming around like July 8th. Uh, so, you know, th that might be a fun thing to do with the community. I thought that was out at launch, but then I quickly uh, found out that wasn't the case. So I just made the decisions on stream. All right. So... Definitely uh, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you sound pretty positive. I'm assuming yeah. you would recommend this. Yeah, definitely recommend it. And, you All know, right, that's it, awesome. It, yeah, great thing for couch co-op or just like even if your spouse isn't mm -hmm. into games, like if they're into horror stuff, like definitely, uh, definitely fun with the group. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up what we've been playing. A little bit of Outriders, a little bit of the Quarry. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Obviously, we already mentioned it at the earlier in the show, but a lot of news coming out. We had our not E3, or the kickoff of Key 3, as uh, people want to call it. And it started off with the Summer Games Fest. Now, we cannot sit here and, and go through everything. Between, between this and the Microsoft yeah. stuff, I think uh, we'll, we will be here absolutely forever. Um, I, I will say that some of my impressions from the, the Summer Game Fest is they showed off a, a bit more of the Callisto Protocol which is that game coming from uh, Glenn Schofield, who was, I think, creative director on Dead Space. Yeah. And this, we talked about this previously. This is a game that originally was part of the PUBG universe. I think it's being uh, published by the PUBG publisher. Um, Tencent? Or is there someone else now? No, somebody somebody else. I think Tencent owns a, a portion of them. I can't remember what, what uh, forgive me, I can't remember what they're called, but... Um, this was originally supposed to be part of that universe and then now has become it, its own thing. And uh, 
I I thought it looked a lot like Dead Space prior to this, and oh boy, does this look like Dead Space? And I am I am here for it. There was a lot of stuff that looked like Dead Space. Yes, uh, this weekend, yes. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, shout out. Yeah, How's shout out to Ray's. <laughs> shout out to Ray's who put out a tweet about there being a lot of this. Ray's has been on the show before. Uh, put out a tweet talking about how there's been a lot of these horrors, and I responded almost immediately, like, "Yes, but I'm not mad about it." Like, yeah. I I love the genre. I think I've talked about it in the past. Every time I play one of these, that I wish there was more of them, and it it definitely looks like uh, we are going to get our fill. I mean, there's like you know that game routine. There's, uh, I mean, obviously we're getting all of that and we'll get to it later, but we're getting all of that Resident Evil stuff. I mean, I, I am super, super excited. Uh, the other thing. I, so this year's theme is super violent space horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things, I mean, like I said, there was a lot during his presentations. Once again, I think that, you know, Jeff had come out, Jeff Gilly had come out and kind of set expectations on what this was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he stated that everything, everything there was like for the most part uh, previously announced stuff, but there were were going to be like you know some new um, some new stuff, but n- but not a ton, right? N- nothing on the scale of like a video game awards, yeah. uh, and that seems to be the theme across the board so far with all these press conferences. I mean, and I, I understand so many yeah. things got delayed because of COVID, and 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 for me. I would much rather see games that are coming soon to get excited about than continually get new releases that we don't hear about for three to four years. Now, I, I, my thing also uh, tends to be, I think, in, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just been like because of COVID, we're just like more, ex- we're just waiting for like, I think we're just, wa- people are waiting for this generation to pop off. And it mm-hmm. seems like we're just getting prettier and better running versions of games from that we expected from last generation, especially around yeah, right. 1X, the PS4 Pro uh, yep. era. And so uh, like, there hasn't been that generational jump yep. uh, that normally that you normally see. And I don't th- I personally don't think we're going to see it until like these Unreal Engine 5 games come out. And even then, yeah. I think from a gameplay perspective, I, I, I don't know how much more things can change. I think you could get prettier, but I, I think what makes games stand out is like solid gameplay and maybe something innovative and you know like you see with announcements like street fighter 6 like you gotta do something different in order yeah to bring, i bring in either casual audiences or i'll bring people back in that they yeah i think that i think the reality is and this isn't going to be the like sexiest answer is that what these consoles are going to afford us is yeah we are going to get better fidelity in, in a lot of these games but ideally what's going to end up happening is we're going to get better running games at this mm-hmm. high fidelity. And for me, I, like I said, it's not the most exciting answer, but that is like a big deal. And I mean, so, I mean, like, yeah, like, like think about it. Why do people want to switch pro? Because they just want a better looking yeah. game on the go. Like that's why yep. the steam deck is like so big for a lot of people. Yep. Like, yeah, you, if you have a PC, it could run so much better, but like, yeah. that, that's not what we want. We just want like, 60 fps well, and games not yes exactly like they're run yes the, yes the 60 fps i think is the bigger yeah. deal because i can take a yeah. fidelity hit for something yeah. portable if it's running smoothly yeah and i think yes that is why i want a, a pro uh, the other reason i want a, a switch pro is because the switch when you put it on a 4k display blown up it really shows um 
it's where it's lacking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another highlight for me is they showed off a little bit more of Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now this was just a yes. another tra- trailer, but it definitely it definitely sets uh, some more of the tone. It kind of I don't know if they had introduced us really to Lilith, who is the main villain prior to this, but we got more of a look at her. They show her kind of corrupting uh, the the Hulk, uh, the Hulk and Venom. Venom's like you know heroes and and villains in this universe, and I am like. I went out and I pre-ordered it on on PC um, right after this, honestly, because uh, yeah. I am a hundred percent sold on, on it now, and I am uh, in. I'm a hundred percent in it uh, on this as well. Yeah. Like I am so excited um, mm-hmm. to play this. It it just like origin stories are great in superhero games, um, mm-hmm. but. I just want I want this weirdness like I don't know Lilith. Yes. I like yep. I, I I want what was it like Blade and Wolverine like oh, I want them uh, teamed up. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. I I want heroes that we don't normally get, right? We yeah. don't get a ton of Blade ever since those I think they did a couple of Blade games for the yeah. movies back in their early aughts. But uh but yeah, I and then I mean With not for Rider, nothing. Like <laughs> Yeah, but Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, right? Like yeah. that's the Ghost Rider that I like, that I care about. Don't get me wrong, you know, uh what's his name? Uh Johnny Blaze. I oh, I sometimes yeah. I think it's not Johnny Blaze because it's so close to Johnny Storm and mm-hmm. you know, Flame On and Blaze. I don't know. But anyway, Johnny Blaze is is great. Uh I I don't necessarily have an issue with him per se, but I just love Robbie Reyes's design, like for me, costume design goes a long way, yeah. and he is by far the best looking Ghost Rider, uh, and, and in my opinion, one of the best designed heroes. Period, uh, up there with uh, Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, um, yeah, as as some of my favorite costume designs. We got also to that see more Spider Man costume. That, that, yeah, so yeah, nice. I think I th- I think it looks cool, man. I yeah. like that this is going to <laughs> it's have so its nice. very very own weird style. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm in. Uh, they showed off more of Cuphead. I was excited about that. I I think uh, the one thing, the one thing that I think is worth mentioning uh, further from, from the first night at Summer Game Fest, is obviously it kind of sucks because this leaked right before. Oh, uh, that and, day. And, yes, and it was leaked by Sony themselves, their retail yeah. team. But the Last of Us. Part one uh, remake is coming out. I, I think this is a weird announcement. Uh, they just did the remaster for for the PS4, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PS4 remaster. Yep. And then they showed it still like looks good. Like I played, yes. I so played it before too, and it still looks they, good. They also showed some of it off, like side by side. There's a video out there where you can see side by side between the the, the remaster. And this remake and what they've shown so far, and uh, it doesn't. It looks better. It just it doesn't look that much better. And it's this like a style, feels, like <laughs> yeah, this feels a little bit cash grabby. Uh, now don't get me wrong. I, I everybody knows I am not anybody who's listened to this podcast more than once knows that I am not the biggest Naughty Dog fan. I think that they are amazing storytellers. I think that they uh, understand from a direction standpoint how to show a narrative game. I think all that stuff is gate. My problem is having the game in my hands and actually playing it. I think I continue to think that the shooting in those games is not good. Uh, I and I've played 
many games that are of the similar ilk. I, for example, I will take the shooting and combat in any of the recent Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider games uh, over anything that Naughty Dog has ever done. 100%. Uh, and so that's kind of where it falls for me. So I'm already not like, I'm not the person this is aimed towards. It does make a ton of sense, though. That show, they talked about the show as well, wrapping up uh, production. And that show is going to be out. It, it's You're able to say, hey, if you're enjoying this show, you can actually go and play the game that it's based on, that originated it, and you get to play it at, at the highest possible. You get to play the definitive version of the game, which is what Druckmann called it. Yeah. And so I understand it. It just feels like at $70... Even even if it is a ground, they say it's from the ground up remake. Like, it's still, it's still. I don't know. It's I, I'm very mixed about this. I mean, like it, I said, like, it's like, not for me. It just kind of screams you, cash yeah. grabby. If you've never played The Last of Us Part One, this is the version to play. Um, easily, like hands out. I mean, it's also coming to PC, so there's a right. wider audience there as well. But yeah, I, I I'm with you. Like. I, I think this leaking kind of sucked the air out of the announcement, but this was also very much rumored. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is the announcement they should have ended on, but right. It's well, cool. I mean, it's that, cool. that's, yeah, <laughs> it is. Cool. That's something I mean, that's something I saw people in like different yeah. chats talking about is that like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that it, it leaked out ahead of time, especially since this was their end cap. But also, yeah. like, is this the end cap? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think sometimes the video game industry and people who are who are in it as a profession. So you have your Jeff Keeleys, you have some of your personalities from different outlets. I think they live in a little bit of an echo chamber. And I think they view things like this as being bigger deals than they are. Uh, and I don't think that this announcement, even if it hadn't leaked out earlier, would have been like that that closer that you want right yeah i mean it doesn't doesn't get me hyped it doesn't for me it doesn't end the show on like oh my god that was awesome right which which good closers do um nevertheless i thought all in all it it was a good time i did watch all of that live as it was happening and so and again he's he his team over there continues to be the gold standard for these kind of presentations yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, like the other thing too, like we've seen with this is like a lot of stuff has just been pushed to twenty twenty three, or it's not ready, yeah. and like yeah. they can wait. Like there's the Game Awards yeah. later this year, and they why yeah, why why show something in an early state which might not be ready when you can have a better review of it later this year. Yeah. Uh, now Game Awards. Yeah. So somebody else who took a very similar approach, surprisingly enough is uh microsoft at the xbox and bethesda game showcase they came out of the gate and said hey we're doing something different this this year everything we show you is going to be released in the next year right in the next 12 months and so we are not getting uh like crazy announcements on the in the vein of that fable announcement from two years ago or um you know avowed and not not just that. We're not only getting not getting like new announcements like that, per se. There is one caveat in all of this, uh, in the form of a non-announcement announcement for a future announcement. <laughs> but 
we also aren't getting to see some of those games because they're not going to be out in the next year, right? Uh, I don't think anybody expected, you know, expects Avowed or or Fable, considering how long we've seen to oh, be out in the next be, 12 you'd months. Be, you'd be surprised. Yeah. I've been, well, I've been on I mean, some forums and you'd be surprised at people's expectations. <laughs> So let's go ahead and go through some of this. Again, we yeah. can't. Oh, there's just. I, I think we, we're, we'll, we can let's, go let's quickly. Just go down it. Yeah. Yes. And, and then, and then we can. Our, listen, yeah. you have to promise me we don't spend a lot of time on any one of these. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we'll go through. All right. So Redfall. I think Redfall looks cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited for it. It's it's my type of game for sure. It's also my, my type of vibe. Yeah. So my, my one complaint is this, yeah. this game. So oh, what I didn't realize about Redfall was it's single player. Uh, with co-op, it's like it's a single-player story. I thought this was Left 4 Dead. It's not. It's no. not that. It's more like an arcane yep. game. Uh, yes. One thing this game does, though, that I wish it really fixed itself is uh, the single-player where you bring in co-op, only the host progress saves. So you're, mm. you're playing co-op with it doesn't go back but, and they, but what everything call, needs to change. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you mentioned Left 4 Dead. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, back, by, back for Blood mm. is also the same way. And so it's kind of a it's bummer. It's the host. It's the host. But you do yes. at least get the credits. You do. Uh, you do. Yeah. You're right. You're doing. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't think, I, for me, I don't think that that'll be that big of a deal because I'm good about starting a, a, a game and then being like, all right, I'll wait for you guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the meantime, I know people who aren't good at doing that. So I'll just let them go run their own solo, like single player thing. It's yeah. fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but this, this looks great. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it looks like I think they mentioned that this is going to launch early next year. Yes. Um, oh. And so, which makes sense considering that it was supposed to be uh, at the end of of this year. Now they showed off Hollow Knight Silk Song, and they also announced that they still no date, but they did announce that it's going to be available day one on Xbox Game Pass. And listen Freaking again, amazing. Microsoft strategy of being like. We're going to show you the value of Game Pass was was through through and through here on on pretty much almost all these game announcements. Um, I wish I can you while while I go through these, can you try to find that list of oh, there's the a, there's image. A, the image there, this graphic uh, yeah. that they showed at like the very end. Okay, uh, the next one they showed off at the Hollow Knight is they showed off High on Life, the next game from uh, Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty, <laughs> uh, Sconch Games. This yeah. gave me very like. Strangers, Outworld, Strangers, Wrath vibes with the different uh, weapons having different personalities and and different abilities and stuff like that. I, I mean, it. We'll see how it actually controls and if the humor lands and, and is good throughout. I've played uh, one of their VR games. I wish I could remember the name of it, but I, I will say that he he himself is very passionate about video games and is very hands-on when when it comes to the, the development of these games um and so and obviously i think his, he's voicing like 80 percent of the cast in this game but I, I i am actually excited for this and i think it looks i think it looks rad okay the next news is probably without this, this, one's this is the biggest this is the biggest news honestly if we're being real yeah this is the biggest news that they announce and it's probably going to make the least impact or made the least impact with the people who were like watching this. But yeah. uh, Riot Games is launching all of its games to Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass and essentially giving away hundreds of dollars of free stuff for subscribers. 
that includes uh, hundreds right? or thousands. <laughs> like, I mean, like no, it's gotta be it's gotta be thousands, right? Because yeah. I think I think League of Legends is like someone did the math. It's like six hundred and forty dollars to unlock yeah. all, and then you're you talking about the Valorant agents and and uh, the Wild Rift champions. So you're getting all champions unlocked in League of Legends and League of Legends Wild Rift uh, PC and mobile. And there's still talk about at some point Wild Rift coming to consoles. So yeah, um, I'd, I have to imagine that would be the case there as well. Uh, Legends of Runeterra is getting a founda- uh, foundation set unlocked, so you're getting specific card packs. Uh, Team Fight Tactics, you get select little legends unlocked, which you know is is cool. Team Fight Tactics is a weird one because that is the most like that is the most free to play, free to play in the in the sense that like you really can just play that game for free. Uh, yeah. There's like no real reason to spend money there. Uh, and then Valorant is getting all agents unlocked, which makes me want to reinstall Valorant on if I don't have it installed on this new PC uh which i do and so i think i'm going to start playing valorant again one one of the interesting uh things uh about this particular piece of news Mm -hmm. is like the conversations on twitter about it uh Mm -hmm. happen to be with a lot of pr folks going like no one could actually pinpoint if this was riot that paid microsoft for this or microsoft that paid uh riot for this deal and like yeah that's the interesting thing about it because it's it's madness <laughs> right but it makes a ton of sense on yeah. both parties right yep. you continue to you continue to as microsoft diversify the kind of people that you're going after in because there are people out there that this is all they play all they play is league of legends all they play is valorant and now you're telling them that they can get in on this subscription get these agents and champions and essentially future champions future agents for free right and have the added benefit of these other games that they could try out like it is genius and you know what Uh, free you know what free champs means it's like hey i'm gonna try this champ i like this champ now oh i should get a skin and you know exactly me you know how many skins i have bought hundreds and so that's where it makes sense on riot's part right is that it continues the the customer acquisition game because that's the game they're in. Now, the other thing I think that's super interesting is what does this mean for future Riot games? Because we are getting that 2v2 fighting game in the vein of Marvel vs. Capcom from it's Riot. And more down here. Exactly. And so that's, a, I mean, I, I that is the kind of stuff like look into the future that gets me super, super excited. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how much further this, this partnership goes. 100%. Same here. The next thing they showed off, they showed off Plague Tale Re- Requiem. Looks, Looks very cool. Um, I haven't, I still haven't played the the first one. I'm just not the biggest like pure stealth fan, yeah. and so it's kind of not uh, my jam. Forza Motorsport looks unbelievable. I, I <laughs> it's, out, it, yeah, it, it it bumps me out that it's not until spring of 2023. But I yeah. I am super super excited for this. They're just like 4K ray tracing while you drive, yeah. and I was like. Oh, no. they're like collision yeah. damage showing yep. up on the car. I was like, okay. I was like, yep. I, I'm not even the motorsport fan, but this was just like, I'm there day one. Hey, it's on Game Pass. Like if I, I thought I was spending 70 bucks on it. So even better. Also, what a great song. Every time that song comes on, I'm just singing along. And I, I like, I mean, Jay-Z is one of my favorite yeah. rappers of all time. If, if not my favorite when I actually sit down and think about it. This, this the song came on during the stream when I watched it uh, after they left that day, and I caught myself singing it. And then uh, when I was watching 
it, again, I was watching Jeff Gersman talk over the conference uh, in the background mm. while I was doing something else. And I caught myself singing the song again. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator 40th anniversary uh, was announced. They're getting some new airplanes and helicopters. There's also getting a Pelican from Halo in yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, it continues to be very cool. Space? <laughs> I, yeah, I think I what I need to do is I need to just try this cloud streaming wise and see how that goes um, and test that out. They showed off more Overwatch 2 and the fact that uh, the multiplayer portion of it will be free to play and early access begins October 4th, as well as showing off uh, Junker Queen as its next playable hero. Hero, I think she had been like rumored for a while. A while. Mm-hmm. There was Aura History Untold, which looks like one of these uh, 4X strategy games. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online High Isles. I, I every time this pops up, I'm like, is this the one that I try? Is this the MMO that I? Uh, I mean, I don't think I will. But no. it, and my understanding is that it actually has one of the better like communities and stuff like that, uh, which is something I think they touted during. It. I, yeah, and here's the thing: like a lot of the stuff that Microsoft owns, like even like Sea of Thieves, like mm-hmm. and grounded, like these communities that yeah. these games have are amazing like they are yeah. like the nicest people that just want people to enjoy their game there's like no gatekeeping of any kind people will just yep. help you out um, you know however microsoft has a ton of these properties like i mean come yeah. on we know that minecraft is big right mm-hmm. but because it's been around for so long it just feels like it's quietly it's this quiet behemoth you know mm-hmm. and i feel like some of these other games that they have that they continue to um support do have these like communities there that make it worthwhile for them and they're just quietly going about their day killing it uh fallout 76 seems to also be one of those stories where like yeah they have people who are playing it it is at a point now where it uh, truly told it probably should have launched that um so they showed off uh the expeditions the pit which is a, a expansion coming to fallout 76 they showed off this had leaked as well the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC. Forza Horizon 5 has... Forza Horizon in the past has already has always done like Hot Wheels and Legos and those kind of... I think three kind of, you uh, did, right? What was the last time? Uh, and four, as in four, four. Well, 4 had Lego. I don't know if 4 had Hot Wheels. Okay. Um, but so they, Forza Horizon 5 is getting Hot Wheels, DLC, Hot Wheels DLC on July 19th. Arc 2 was shown off. It's expected to arrive in 2023. They showed off more Scorn... I have we haven't seen a lot of this since they first kind of an- announced it. I think at the Xbox Series <laughs> like launch, um, but they showed some new gameplay and and there's a release date trailer. It's now launching on October twenty second. Yeah. Yep. Um, I well, think what's it interesting. Looks nice, but I don't it know looks what you're very doing. creepy and gross. Yeah. So that's yeah. the thing is they actually came out and said like this isn't a shooter, you know, and yeah. so I, I'm I'm interested to see actual like that game being played by somebody other than one of the developers uh flink lock siege of dawn looks this very looks very awesome. cool this looks uh, great it's like assassin's th- creed meets bloodborne meets uh um, yes devil right. may cry uh yep. the, the action like i don't even know like i have never heard of uh this before in the show but it it looks incredible um yeah no i i i am very very excited for this um it was one of the bigger surprises mm-hmm. the next game minecraft legends was also rumored uh leading up to the release it is a strategy spinoff 
of Minecraft Legends. So kind of a, uh, I think it's supposed to be like a tactical game, except instead of just being this Action overhead strategy. view, yeah. yeah, you are actually controlling uh, the a main character who, in my mind, it reminds me of Overlord a little yes. bit. Yeah. And I so and the app I, uh, comparison. Yeah, I think that could be very cool. Uh, Lightyear Frontier, another one of these like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, survival simulators, like farming simulator and stuff like that. Can uh, I except say, in a mech. Yeah, mm -hmm. th this one just makes me happy. Like these are not normally <laughs> my type of games. Yeah, there's like four player yeah. co-op. It's like a nice, cute looking world. There's like yep. mysteries as well within it. Like I think there's like a cave he ca you <laughs> comes across. Um, it just look it, it looks so nice. Like I I want to I want to live on this planet. I want <laughs> so this is definitely something I want to check out. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, I actually have the early access version on PC. It is coming to Xbox Game Pass and to console. Uh, this is a... Nothing to me. <laughs> nothing this me. is this, Yeah, so this is a, like... This is, like, a roguelike Borderlands, right? Where you're, like, going on runs and, and stuff like that. Um, this game is actually legitimately pretty cool. I've only played it on PC, obviously, because it's not out on console yet. And I, I could see it being something that uh, people pick up and enjoy. The last case of Benedict Fox looks cool. Don't know a ton about it uh, yet, really. Oh, uh, this one, yeah. I think this was one of my surprises from the show. Uh, art style um, and kind of just like the trailer just doing the, really good. Yeah, job. the tone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, As Dusk Falls. I So this game, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't know. It's it's so weird because I'm very into these type of games normally, and these like narrative adventure games. This is essentially like a, uh, how oh, what are they called? A what are they called? The the novel games. Oh, visual novel. No, visual novel. This yeah. is essentially like a 3D visual novel, right? Okay. Where like all, all I think most of the gameplay is just your decision making, uh, but this one just doesn't so far do anything for me honestly i i think i described this as uh a show that was pitched to amc uh the network and mm -hmm. just was did even they were like no <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh, thanks like but it's, you play it solo or up to eight players and like i don't know eight people that would want to play this with me i i know like th there's some intriguing parts with this some of the story stuff but like that i, I but know. the eight, yeah i, I wonder the if the story eight, i wonder if the, the eight play does it for me yeah, I wonder if the eight players is going to be kind of like the audience mode in um, the super massive games, or if it's going to be like in Man of Medan, where I think you play with like four people and everybody controls a different character. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. I, I, I mean, that'd be interesting like to see. Yeah. Uh, Naraka Blade Point is coming to Xbox on June twenty third. This is that melee battle royale. It's already on PC. Pentiment was announced by Obsidian Entertainment. Obsidian out there just making hundreds of games, big and small. Um, I thought this I had, one looks cool, but again, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily for me. Grounded is coming. 1.0 is 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 coming in September. It is leaving Xbox Game Preview, and I'm telling you right now, in September we are playing some Grounded. Well, yes, we are. Uh, uh, and uh, the story mode looks like it has a story mode, and like I'm mm -hmm. kind of glad they saved all that for the 1.0. Uh, just mm -hmm. so there's like something to play through and work for. Uh, no, I'm pumped. Uh, this is something I've been looking forward for the 1.0 uh, for a while now. So 
uh, grab your buddy that's very much into grounded and we we get going oh yeah 100 percent uh araban shadow legacy i thought this one looked cool but again my problem is this is described as a fast-paced stealth platformer game uh the stealth part i just i i'm just just not just not into it for the most part um I don't remember this trailer at all so this is the one where they were showing this like futuristic sci-fi world and there are these these like i'm pretty sure this is this one where there's these mechs yeah. and she's like uh you know they're searching for something that doesn't somebody that doesn't exist and they think i'm going to lead them to the light but their light is a lie like i thought the trailer was very very cool it's just eh. um, you know what? if it's on game pass i'll check it out <laughs> i'll give it exactly who knows maybe this will be maybe i will because they have been stealth games i've been into yeah. but we'll see yep uh diablo 4 coming and necromancer launching announced yeah they showed off the necromancer which is the last of their classes at How launch sad, at least there's no monk <laughs> <laughs> um yeah also there's a rogue but no demon hunter which is kind of a bummer because i played demon hunter and immortal and in three oh, uh I, but, but it looks yeah, incredible I mean, the series x yes. footage they showed yes what's badass Yep, and so I'm I'm excited for this. I, it's expected yeah. to be out in 2023. Obviously, all these games are. And they did the important thing. They delved into what the end game looks like for that game. Yes. So yep. and the pre-registration for beta is also open. Uh, so mm -hmm. definitely check that out as well. Sea of Thieves is entering season seven, and you can finally captain your own ship, decorate the cabin, stuff like that. I mean, look, I could already do all this. <laughs> another one of those games where uh, continues to just be super popular and, 30 and have million a, a, players. a good player base uh million. raven ravenlock was announced it's an uh, or this one was already announced right at a previous event maybe uh yes because yes, it, it looked yeah it looked familiar yeah. uh it's coming in in 2023 again this one looks looks cool i i just it some of these i still me. need there's still yeah there's still a lot that i need to but See, the art I will say for this game is deserves an award. I, I I agree. Actually, no. So this one, I think this was the first time it's been announced. I'm, I'm confusing with this with a, another game. I'm thinking of. Uh, this one looked very very cool. I also am kind of a big fan of Alice in Wonderland, and wish there was. I think I've talked about this before. Wish there was more games set in in that world and in like fairy tales in general. The art direction in this is awesome, man. Rob, Kingdom Hearts literally takes place okay in one okay give me give me a break i meant like good <laughs> games uh cocoon was uh announced yeah announced and it's from uh annapurna interactive and is developed by the gameplay designer of limbo and inside i love these types of games i think we need more of these types of games between limbo inside uh what's the uh, uh little little nightmares like i love love these games this one looks rad. The mechanic of like going inside these worlds that hold other worlds and and then like the puzzle revolving around that looks a I, I wonder how that's gonna play out in, in game because it's one of those things where like it's a very cool effect. Uh is it going to be easy to understand how that works? And is it going to be fun, right? To to do that. And so I'm I'm excited for this game and, and see what comes out. Uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty was uh, surprising. I mean, obviously, it, you know, it's the first time it's being revealed and announced. And this is being made by Team Ninja. At first, when I saw Team Ninja pop up, I thought they were going to be showing off some sort of like Neo 3 or something along those lines. Um, 
so th- this won't have the battle stances of Neo, but it seems <laughs> like it might be in that vein of like a Dark Souls like yeah uh, Neo like. Um, I just hope it doesn't ha- like Neo is a great game, but there's just so many damn systems. So I'm yeah. really hoping um, there's that. They said there's jumping in this game, which a lot of people got uh, really excited about, and there's no stamina. <laughs> so yeah. you know all, everything they're saying sounds sounds good. Uh, so and it looks cool too. Uh, this announcement kind of blew my mind, and I messaged you after. Uh, is that the Persona series is coming to Xbox? Uh, Persona Three Portable. Persona 4 Golden, the best Persona game, period. And then Persona 5 Royal is coming to the Xbox and part of Game Pass. And I told Bilal, I guess I'm going to stop playing Persona 5 right now and and just pick it up and play Royal uh, when this comes. So, interesting thing that didn't click till this morning. This is Mm -hmm. also coming to the PS4 and 5. And I yes. was like, well, what do you mean it's coming to the PS5? It's already there. No, it's the PS4 version that's on uh, that you can play on the PS5. Yes, uh, correct. And so uh, also I think it's coming to Steam as well. But mm-hmm. the thing that really got me curious was like, hey, if it's coming to next-gen consoles, like, are they adding any new features? Because it already was 4K on the Pro. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe you can make it look a little bit better. But, like, I'm curious if they're adding anything else for next-gen consoles. My assumption is that while backwards compatible games do load and stuff faster on these new, they're still not optimized the same way that native games are. So I bet you some of it's going to be that. Yeah. Um, uh, and that in itself is a huge deal for me. Yeah. The, the one thing that does upset me is like, I kind of wish they did more work with Persona 3 um, because the portable version, it, I, I kind of wish they took Persona 3 FES and they mm-hmm. uh, took all the content from Portable and did it. Like, they actually put in the work. Like, it would have been, like, a remaster at that point. Yeah, complete, right. Uh, from the ground up work needed. But, like, with Portable, you're not even getting, like, the epilogue stuff that you get from, like, a Golden or a Royal. Like, that stuff is missing. Like, you'd have to mm-hmm. grab a PS2 emulator or PS2 mm-hmm. and play uh, FES to, like, get, get that info. This kind of announcement, though, also makes me excited that maybe in the future we're going to get day and day on multi-platform um I, yes and i think there's that 25th anniversary persona they have like all these announcements scheduled throughout the year and so mm-hmm. i imagine when they do announce six it will be multi-platform yeah. uh the one thing they, they haven't announced it for yet through press release is switch and so i guess the rumor is they're probably just waiting for the nintendo direct like i can see three and four at least going to the switch i don't know about five yeah. royal but i don't think it's impossible to get five mm-hmm. on the switch like if you can put witcher 3 on there you can put persona 5 and as in persona 4 golden i played that on the vita playing that on the switch like ugh, chef's kiss uh yes. hideo kojima popped up during this uh showcase that's what they call them, right yes during this game showcase and came out and announced that Kojima Studios is going to be making a game in collaboration with Xbox Game Studios. They're going to take advantage of the cloud. Uh, he did say that's a completely new game and something that no one has ever seen before. Uh, I think a lot of people got kind of up in arms when he was talking about the cloud because they were thinking about cloud the idea streaming. of like having to streaming it. Yeah, and that's not yeah. the case, right? I mean, not for nothing. Like some of the ideas in Death Stranding with like 
this, the progress people are making in their worlds appearing years stuff like that like that can all be offloaded to the cloud that's the kind of stuff i think that he's looking to do yeah. um and the so true future of gaming like yeah you, know, you right. have all this can, mm -hmm. time to time for somebody to like crack that out open and figure it out because crackdown yep. 3 wasn't entirely it was not and yeah. so uh i mean this is this is cool i it's funny because i again i'm not I'm not the biggest Kojima fan just because I didn't grow up a PlayStation kid. Uh, I, in my opinion, I, the best game of his that I actually played was uh, what is it, Sons five. of the Patriot four? No, uh, four? five. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I thought that was the right mix of like being over the top, ridiculous, being full of that like Kojima seventy-five minute cutscene like story and stuff like that. So and good. That stuff. I, I actually in that game I loved it. I also thought the Octocamo was awesome. I mean, it was definitely overpowered. But I thought it was awesome. Um, I found five to be like kind Great of sandbox. dull. Great See, that's a problem. Is yes, no I think story behind yes. it. Yes, so I think I think the people who fell in love with it are the kind of people who enjoy some of these like survival, find your own fun games, right? Because I maybe that's just my broken brain not being able to get creative with how things are done and not playing in that sandbox enough. Um, I I it just didn't click with me as much but i am excited to see what he does i really would i hope that these rumors of him doing uh, a survival horror game uh end up being true and we see some of that because i think him doing one of those would be awesome yeah uh and then the last bit is we got an uh, extended gameplay trailer and kind of breakdown on starfield uh i mean it looks like uh, it, the game is very ambitious again i think one of the things that maybe people are surprised about but i'm not is that this is a Bethesda game. Like, it's a Bethesda yes. Western RPG. It, it, I mean, it is your your Fallout. It is your your Elder Scrolls. It's just in space, you know? So, I mean, some, the, of the, the, some of the discourse and some of the articles that people are yeah. writing coming yeah. out of this, I'm just like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. Yeah. you're just throwing the pot for no other reason. Like, yeah. they were going to make fallout skyrim in space that's 100 yes, what they were gonna yep. do like yep. i don't know why anyone expected anything different yep. um and like there's like article i seem i'm seeing articles like this looks like a worse no man's sky i'm like what are you talking about yeah that's crazy yeah um, yeah I, I i think the one criticism we can give them is like they really should have shown a mission uh, or uh, yeah or something I think that might have shown better because, like, right now, this is like, yes, I, I think certain complaints are right. Like, hey, if this is supposed to be the, the big next big game out of Bethesda, like, may, maybe make it stand out a bit, like, show what's special about yeah. it. But, like, right. dogfighting, creating your own ship, really mm -hmm. cool. Base they talk about there being, oh, yeah. yeah. So, base building, if, if it's fun, if it's yeah. something more than what they started in Fallout 4, I could be yeah. into that, you know? Yeah. I also, for me, when it comes to like base building and stuff like that, like I need a passive benefit to doing that. And right? I don't need to be checking up on it for space. Exactly. Pirates. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, that could be interesting. Also the idea of like these thousand worlds that you can discover and stuff like that. Like who cares if they have time for that. <laughs> right. But, but uh, here's yeah. the thing. If the worlds that I do discover are interesting, cool. Right. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to discover I'm not going to discover 12 worlds. Right. But if the 11 I discover are interesting, then then cool. Right. That's great. Yeah. That there's a thousand out there. And if I want to be one of those people who get lost in it, like better for them. But yeah, if it's uh, if it if they are like barren worlds and it is just empty, like 
then what's the point you know yeah but like that space though like not everything's gonna be colonized yeah yeah and, yeah. and, I, and that's where i think but, like having a thousand worlds doesn't make sense unless like uh, like the one thing they have done um in skyrim was unlimited procedurally generated quests um so there's you could, could like there's people that play skyrim that just always play skyrim because there's always something to yeah. do for them in there like they could do that with with this uh, as well uh and you know you could pro probably find fun uh or mm -hmm. something interesting in that uh i'm really more excited to see what the story looks like um because mm -hmm. that's gonna be uh the selling point for me and the yeah me fights, too because these dog fights too. look so cool um i want to skip ahead to one of our later stories just because it kind of ties in what we talked about that basically wraps up the games xbox and bethesda game showcase oh, wait, now I we talked about over this real quick uh oh yeah thank you here's the image yeah. so they also put out this image and you can see these are all the games that are coming in the next uh 12 months or so and they also list the ones that are included in game pass so yeah. um we have As Dusk Falls, uh, Somerville, A Plague Tale, Requiem, Valheim. That's one of the ones that I didn't, uh, it wasn't in the list, but Valheim was announced for Xbox it was, it was and next, it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dark Tide, Warhammer 40K is, is, is coming into Game Pass. We already knew about that. High on Life is launching into Game Pass. We already knew Scorn was. Uh, we have Atomic Heart coming into Game Pass. Gunfire Reborn, Persona 5 Royal. I mean, Pentiment, uh, I mean, they're a Pentiment you expect, right? Because it is a, um, it's a first party studio. Yeah. And I mean, there's Simon, there's all these games that, that were shown off that were also, that are also launching into game pass. And it, it, it's unbelievable. The, the value, I know we talk about it all the time, but the value of game pass and, and this is, this is what their plan is all based around right like these acquisitions that they made and and these games like these studios that they picked up even though 2022 admittedly is a slower year I, we are not far off from like in a year or two where we are having these games showcase and with all the studios they've acquired and the potential studios that might be closing right where they're showing us half the the showcases hey these are games coming in the next year other half is here are announcements for games coming forward and then the next showcase being hey those games we showed before here they are in the next year here are new announcements and across the board these are all coming into game pass like that is the cadence that we're going to be getting if i had to guess in the in the future when it comes to microsoft and they i mean game pass is insane I, I am just bracing myself for the reality of Game Pass going up to like $20 a month for Ultimate at some point, right? Yeah. Like, you know, but in the meantime, like I am in, enjoying the ride. It continues to be the best value in gaming by far. Uh, the story I wanted to talk about, though, is that we mentioned that Kojima is making a game because fans and fanboys will be fans and fanboys. Kojima Productions had to come out and actually reassure fans that it still has a working relationship with PlayStation. And this is the most uh, annoying story that ever had to be written. <laughs> yeah, and that Xbox collaboration is, is just one of two games that they have in development. This is insane. Like, ooh. you'll get your debt trending too. Don't worry. 
<laughs> I, I it's it yeah i don't know man it, it it it's wild that this even has to be, be said because of course it's not like microsoft you know um bought the studio you know what i mean right like it's not like they acquired kojima uh games it's they're just it's just a deal just a publishing yeah. deal kojima productions I don't know. It's 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 wild that this had to come out, but nevertheless, they did have to come out and say it. All right. So, kind of wrapping up uh, the weekend, there was also the PC gaming show. I took that story so, out. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I mean, they did to talk about. No, they showed off. They did show off yeah. some interesting stuff, but I. Demon School. It's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next bit of news: Final Fantasy VII anniversary stream raises hopes of remake part two reveal. The story here is that there is a short and sweet 25th anniversary broadcast set for June 16th, tomorrow. which is tomorrow at the time of this recording. Uh, we will uh, have talk about this next week. I mean, there's nothing to talk about now, right? Do you yeah. you what do you want to see out of this remake uh, so, part two, uh, right? Uh, yeah, I think tease remake part two in some manner, but it looks yeah. like according to some leaks that we will be seeing Crisis Core remastered. Uh, leaving the PSP and coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Steam. So, um, I mean, great. Yippee! Crisis Core, a, Crisis Core was a great game and it has an amazing soundtrack. So, oh uh, my gosh, I, I'm excited for more people to uh, play that. But yeah, I if, am. I, I, if we can I, I see, am. if we can see, um, remake part two, like maybe get a date range, maybe like late 2023, like that'd be cool. I, I am I am at the point where I'm going full heel on everything Final Fantasy, where like I am just like actively angry anytime they announce anything. Even though, look, I I, I play most of those games for a little bit at least when they come out, and I enjoyed the gameplay of uh of remake and, and part one. And I'm gonna play remake part two. Um, also, an Xbox uh, date for remake one would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, next bit of news. Castlevania returns to Netflix with new animated series Nocturne. Uh, this time, Richard uh, Richter Belmont will be the star. Now, I listen, uh, the Castlevania series is another one of those series that, like, it's a hole in my gaming history. Um, because it. <laughs> it's funny. I wasn't a Sony uh, kid. I also wasn't a Nintendo kid, really. Uh, my cousin were the ones that had the Nintendo consoles. I had, like, Sega and, uh, and Saturn. Wait, you've never played and- Symphony of the Night? No, oh I know they God. they released that they released it on 360 right at some point yeah. in arcade, um, oh, and yeah, never told... never played it. That's I, a I, right there. I I should because I love those types of games. It, it and is so... incredible. And like I got lucky to be gifted that by my brother, uh, yeah. not knowing anything about Castlevania and Symphony of the Night is one of the best <laughs> games I've ever played. Um, so yeah, so I'm listen. I'm excited for this show because I absolutely loved the Castlevania series. Uh, my understanding is that uh, Richter's story is, is very, at some point, tied to Alucard as well. So we're going to get yeah. Alucard back. And so that's cool because I loved Alucard in, in the show. I, it's funny, j- this is not necessarily related, but earlier today I was watching the latest Tales from the Outlands, which is the shorts that Apex Legends releases, these like short animated uh, story features. And usually they are revolve around new character launches and stuff like that. Uh, but this one is just pure lore, a little bit on Lifeline and her background. And and they are so good that it makes me want an Apex Legends show in the vein of Arcane, 
on a a streaming series um desperately because so far we are i mean we are truly spoiled like uh, i can't imagine when we were little how terrible all the video game related like media was that wasn't video games but we loved it yes and now these kids and and us as grown kids are getting high quality fantastic stuff from the universe i watched that that second sonic movie and it's pretty good it's a great it's good. time. I, I great liked time. it. I, I, after finishing, after I finished watching it with my daughter, I sent a message to uh, my the Discord with the boys and was like, if I saw this movie when I was Arya's age, I would have told you that this was the greatest movie ever made. That last battle sequence goes on mm-hmm. for way too long, but I appreciate it because... Mm-hmm. They had the budget to do it. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's 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 so good. And the references, man, just like one after another. Oh, yeah. so good. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, we got Resident Evil Village DLC starring Rose Winters coming in October. The DLC so will also, yeah, the DLC will also add a third person mode, uh, new mercenaries content, and more. So, this announcement was awesome. I've been waiting for this because I've been waiting to hear about the DLC. I am a little bit bummed out that this DLC when you're playing as Rose will be third person because I I like that they do the first person third person like switching on and off between the series and we don't get a we don't get a ton of Resident Evil in in first person uh I think it gives it a different vibe but nevertheless I think it's cool that they are giving you the option if you wanted to to play the whole game over in third person uh, I kind of wish that the option was there for both in in the Shadows of Rose DLC and that's going to see you playing as, I mean, I guess, you know, spoilers, but uh, even the main character in Resident Evil 7 and in Village, uh, his daughter has powers, right? Yeah. And that game ends with her around the age of 16, 17, something like that. And so it's going to take, uh, it's going to start up from there and we're going to be playing as her. My understanding is that we are, it's a very like, <laughs> most of the game is taking place in the consciousness of the, what are they, the Mycin or whatever, the like actual like yeah. spores that were created, or the, the, the origin of everything. The origin, yeah, of, of, yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, man, I am just, it looks insane. I am fully here for it. Cannot wait. The other thing is that, um, like I said, the new perspective on the main storyline, you can play as third person. It's cool. For me, I think that some of those, that game was designed for the first person perspective and some of those scares uh, are are most effective from the first person perspective. I think it's going to be interesting to see, are the the cutscenes now going to all be third person? So the scenes where he (laughs) chops off his hand, is that now in third person? Like, I didn't realize this is what Ethan looks like. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Let me see one thing right here. Um. My gut feeling about this third-person mode. Yeah. They're testing it for RE4. They're trying to get as much data as they can, and go back to the art and take whatever they learn into RE4 to make sure it feels right. Uh, it, it plays well. Uh, for that remake. Uh, the other thing is that the mercenaries mode is, is getting new playable characters in the form of Chris Redfield, 
Heisenberg and uh, Lamy Dimitrescu from the main game. So you get Chris Redfield, Hero, but then you get two villains from, from the game, and I, I think that's very cool. The last thing is that the multiplayer spinoff, Resident Evil RE-verse, will officially launch alongside that new content. Uh, this was supposed to launch with the game or shortly after, and early like beta uh, and, and playtesting and stuff, that game looked like trash. That mode, I should say looked like trash and so hopefully they've gotten to a point where it's actually fun to play and and, and play as well because so far this oh uh, it's 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 kind of uh actually what like i think it's very much in the vein of what the evil dead game is now okay um and they did a little bit of that with resident evil 3 remake uh that one was called i don't even remember what that multiplayer was called but they had a game similar to that which was a asymmetrical and where one person was controlling being essentially a dungeon master and players were trying to go from area to area uh it'll be interesting i mean i i don't have faith that it'll be any good because they have yet to release one that is better than okay and this one looked downright awful but we'll see stick with resident evil resident evil 2 3 and 7 updates for PS5 and Xbox Series X are available now. Um, and anybody who already bought any of those three will get an upgrade for free. That includes support for 4K resolution, higher frame rates, and ray tracing, as well as 3D audio support. Uh, that's very cool. I've already played all these games, but uh, they are all fantastic. And if you haven't played them and want to, and uh, now is the best time to play them. I have not played the three remake, but I'm waiting for a sale when it's like five dollars. <laughs> it's good, man. I really like yeah. it. Like I said, that was my first time playing through these games, so uh, I've enjoyed them quite a bit. Capcom, sticking with Capcom, they revealed more about Exo Primal. It's a five v five action game about a dinosaur crisis, not but not actually a dinosaur crisis. It's more like the simulation thing where you're being tested by a Glados type. I. It's just like. I Japanese don't, like if I Japanese don't know. took crazy ideas, throw them in a blender. This this has this has like competitive Earth Defense Force vibes. Yep. And not in the I don't know. It's not I I, I am nothing not, about this is appealing to me. Yeah, me neither. Um all right, switching gears. Assassin's Creed Valhalla's second year free updates includes a new game mode. It's a roguelike inspired Forgotten Saga, which sends Ivor to hell. H-E-L in this case, of course, because we're sticking with the mythology. Uh, there was also a little bit of announcement about that they are going to uh, be announcing their next game sometime in October? The future, no, the future of Assassin's Creed in September. September, September. Yes. Okay. Um, which is just like, I haven't even put an hour into valhalla maybe this is the year i actually play it because i don't think anything all, else is coming out yeah there's all these free yep there's all these free updates and stuff yeah. for it. i mean listen Valhalla. i think i think Valhalla is great i think yeah. it gets bogged down like all all these games do now i think they are too big i'm okay it's it's funny i think the witcher 3 nails it perfectly because yes there's a ton of side content and all the side content is fantastic but you can streamline that if you wanted to and progress through that game and finish that game in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The the streamlining, the main path is still just too much. It's just yeah. too much. 
And so I, w I hope that whatever the next game is, and they're talking about it being this like time hopping kind of, you know, different um, assassins. I think if it can be that and be just like something that you play in like smaller chunks, we'll say essentially, like if they go that route, I, I, I could, I could be in for it, but they do need to tighten it up, man. Yeah. Really uh, okay. Next bit of news, Overwatch 2. It's so weird talking about Overwatch and and anything Blizzard and Activision. And it's funny, you saw that there was a heavy Blizzard presence at Microsoft's yeah. showcase. It's weird talking about this stuff without that deal being closed because I keep wanting to talk about this stuff as if this stuff is going to come into Game Pass, you know? Well, I mean, um, this but, is free to play, which is one right. Of the this portion is yeah. yeah. So Overwatch Two beta comes this month and will include console players. It'll begin on June twenty eighth. Um, the will also uh, there'll be a new map there, and you could try out Junker Queen, which we previously mentioned is the newest hero. And then, uh, did they? Did they say how you can actually get into the beta? Be op I think it's open? open? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh. very curious to get my hands on this. Um, because I want to see if I enjoy Overwatch still or not. Uh, I mean, I've dabbled in Overwatch again. I, I do think it is a, a fun time. Overwatch feels good to play. Uh, yeah. I do hope that this change to a 5v5 with only one tank will lead to the matches being kind of faster than they currently are. Because they can become kind of a slog when you have these, when you have two tanks on each team and it's just two teams like slapping each other, you know? Yeah. It feels like you're using water guns. Um, <laughs> this next bit of news was announced prior to the showcase. Uh, Xbox, the game demos are coming to Xbox Game Pass within the next year. This sounds similar to what Sony is doing with the highest tier. Uh, it's also similar to what Stadia EA Play has done for oh, yeah. the longest time with their game trials and stuff like that but they're going to be adding uh demos to game pass and the way that it's different is that uh it will be a way to bring the fun and discovery of playing new curated demos of upcoming games so instead of being this like i think sony's mandate is that all games kind of have to have these demos going forward this is going to be curated so it's essentially going to be similar to what we get at these summer game fest events and video game where we get these demo events uh microsoft had that one right with the idea xbox demo yeah. event that we did the stream of and so and they are going to begin with a focus on indie developers and it's basically a way for them to just build recognition uh and yeah actually in this article they mentioned it, it sounds closer to steam's next fest events than it does sony's try before you buy service I I think that this is um I think this is cool. I I think it's I still think it's kind of weird to have these things behind a paywall, right? Um here with Game Pass and then Sony with, you know, Sony's uh, uh elevated PlayStation Plus. I think I think one of the things that makes it so weird about Sony's is that you have to be at that highest tier, right? Um it's not enough to just have their their yeah. base subscription and so um speaking of which i do have that highest tier i need to check out some of that stuff and mm -hmm. maybe i'll stream some siphon filter yeah. <laughs> uh they also revealed that later this year game pass ultimate subscribers will be able to use xbox cloud gaming service 
to play games outside of the Game Pass library for the first time. So there are games, select games that you already own or have purchased will be made available to stream. You can already, the funny thing is you can already like stream from your console to, yeah. to mobile which and is, to the cloud. Which I found to be better than, than actually the, streaming from the cloud. As long as you have a solid internet connection at home, yeah. that is, uh, which we do. So, yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, yeah, you'll be able to do this um, even outside of doing it that way. Uh, speaking of streaming, Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to Samsung 2022 TVs. So we've talked about in the past how uh, Microsoft has plans to kind of get the cloud streaming portion of their business on different devices. And there's talk about them releasing their own streaming dongle. Well, they came out and said that the first implementation of this is going to be as part of Samsung's uh, game hub, which already I believe has Stadia and, and maybe GeForce now uh, on there. They are going to have an app for Samsung TVs that will allow you to use your um, Xbox controller as well as a DualSense and DualShock 4 controller um, or any Bluetooth controller. They, the UI on it looks really nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is cool. I mean, it's kind of a bummer right now that it's locked to the newest. Yeah. yeah 2020, 2022 Samsung TVs. Uh, yes. I would, yeah. a, a 2021. 20, yeah. Is yes. what I have. I don't have a 2021. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, um, but they did say, I believe Samsung and Xbox did say that they're starting with this and then they'll be rolling out to uh, other models. Yes. They also, Microsoft did say that they are looking to find more TV partnerships beyond Samsung, but that it is la launching with Samsung. Uh, all right. Uh, we already talked about the Overwatch 2 beta, which is not here twice. We talked about Valheim coming to Xbox in 2023 as a console launch exclusive. Yeah. Uh, they, there's no talk about the timeline on that, right? Uh, no, I think they just said 2023. Yeah. Okay. Um, within the next and, 12 months, because it is on I mean, image. This is exciting. Again, I, I'm not the biggest, like, these type of games, these survival games are, are just not my jam. Uh, Matt uh, is really into these games, and he and has this game and, and speaks very highly of it. So I told him, once this comes to Game Pass, I will go ahead and give it a shot and try I, it. Because you I, never know, yeah. this might be the one. I, I played a good number of hours of this, so mm -hmm. it is a ton of fun. It's very good. All right. Uh, from Xbox to Sony, God of Ragnarok is rumored to still be coming out this year. Now, this was there was a report in Bloomberg that suggested that said that as of now, the game is still planning to be released in 2022, uh, and that it's actually scheduled for a November release date. That being said, there is time for this to potentially get delayed, but. It is, it is nice to know that uh, as of right now, it looks like it is still coming this year. And Corey I Bellarog think that... Had a tweet today as well where he's like holding a controller being like, I've got to play something uh, right mm -hmm. now. Uh, and so it seems like there might be a fully playable state of Ragnarok. But uh, but he's... Yeah, but but he's not lead on this, right? I mean, as far as is I know, he? he's not on this one. And so I don't even know if he's on the team currently for this one outside of like an, an advisory role. Um, that's my understanding. And so um, anyway, I, yeah, I'm excited for this game, whether it comes out this year or next. I would love for it to come out this year because the fall is kind of looking a little bit bleak for big uh, AAA releases. 
Uh, but we'll see. I mean, this is again one of those things where like until they announce an actual date, we we don't know. Yeah. And but it is getting it, it is getting nice kind of close. Yeah. yeah, it is getting kind of close to them having to release a date for this year. Yeah. Um, no, as far as marketing is concerned. Yeah, though I I think just in general, I just kind of wish more companies did what Bethesda did with Fallout Four, and just be like six months before release. Be yeah. Like, Here's this game that you didn't know didn't exist that we've been working on. Yeah. And here it is. It's, it's I, coming out in six months. Yeah, but I wonder, I wonder, I mean, Bethesda really hasn't done that since. And I wonder yeah. if that did not pay off for them in their minds. Yeah, because uh, Bethesda didn't even come out and they're like, yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls 6 is next. And then it's in pre-planning right now. And we're and then after fall, that, fall, it's Fallout fall, 5. Fall, yeah. It's just so, like, and, yeah, and, enjoy and that Scrolls, in, yeah. in 2030. If, no, I, it has to be further because if Elder Scrolls is in pre-planning, then yeah, true, 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 true. Fallout, we're not gonna see Fallout Five till like my son is married. No, uh, we already talked about Sony's new PlayStation Plus is live in North America. Uh, I stuck with the base version. I know you upgraded to the highest well, version. I've got the I've got all those PS Now subscriptions, so I'm good through yeah. 2026. So um, I will be doing some streams of this stuff. I looked at the list of classic games. No Tomba. I was like, where's Tomba? Uh, where's some of those Final Fantasies? The Final Fantasies are on PS4, apparently, because um, there's those remasters. Uh, very big list. Uh, some cool stuff there. So uh, maybe we'll do a community stream. People get to shout out what they want me to check out, and uh, I'll do that. All right, uh, we got a little bit of plot details for that Gran Turismo movie. Uh, it looks like it's going to be based on a true story. The film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Um, this seems to be based on the story of Lucas Ordonez, the inaugural winner of the GT Academy, and a driver who, after winning virtually, went on to race in the European GT4 Cup campaign where the Spaniards scored a podium on debut, took two victories during the year, and finished the Syrian season as a runner-up in the championship. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> That's impressive. That, yeah. Uh, and it looks like he raced with Nissan for a decade after winning that uh, academy. Uh, That's cool. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're going to do it, a Grand Theft Auto... A Grand Theft Auto... A Grand Turismo movie, uh, that, that is... That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't it sound it, like my cup of tea still, but it's uh, that's, that's I'm, cool. I, I'm in for it. I mean, since I got into yeah. Formula One, all these racing movies have just been like... So that's what I was thinking, great. is that this is kind of the perfect time for uh, a movie like that to come out because there is the, you know, was F1 Drive Survive or whatever, yeah. just became so popular and the sport has kind of blown up uh, in recent years, you know, past two years, whatever, that it seems like the perfect time for something like this. I Please, haven't caught the bug yeah. yet, but... Oh, have you seen the series? No, no, no. Oh, watch the series. Your wife will love it too. Um, okay. It's, you know, even like the the F1 rights uh, for streaming or airing the broadcast rights are up. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN's contract ends up this year. And the renewal is like going upwards to like $100 million, um, which is absolutely insane compared to what it, uh, ESPN got it for previously just because of how big it's gotten. Uh, even like uh, there's a similar story to this. Uh, there was an F. There's a kid that played F1 games, uh, won a bunch of competitions, got a seat, and I think he's made his way up to like they're like F3 or F2, um, which is like truly impressive. So like, 
I, I think this is a cool plot. Uh, I'm excited to see it play out. Fun fact, did you know that F-Zero is actually just a play on Formula One? Like Formula Zero, it's even faster than one. Um, I just learned that like a couple weeks ago and I was blown away that I never spotted that sooner. I also learned that recently listening to a podcast. And so, uh, what, yeah. Was that? Okay. I, I, yeah, it was, I was very upset with myself. Uh, it's so funny. I was going to make a comment. Uh, NG watching the live stream in the chat right now, quiet the whole episode till we start talking about, uh, racing and, and F1 in particular, and then wants to throw a little bit of shade at Bilal because my understanding is you promised them you would play some F1 with them and have, Hey, yeah, you know, to actually you know, play any. we were supposed to be playing some Gloomhaven last night and somebody had to work late in the office. So Oof. yeah. Oof. Yeah, you so, know, I mean, this, I is, this played, is a real uh, I, I, throwing I played, stones, glass house <laughs> situation. I, I just played F one by myself last. No, I was playing the quarry last day. <laughs> also, be careful with the hand motions that you make, kind of just like barely I, I on screen and off. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. Next bit of news: Fire Emblem screenshots of a finished new game seemingly leak. Now we are getting a. Oh, it's uh, it's funny. That's the next story. Uh, just going to the next story. We are getting a new Nintendo Direct. Uh, well, a big Nintendo Direct might be coming soon. It looks like that we are rumors are that we're going to be getting one at the end of this month on the 29th. 29th. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like the as far as Fire Emblem is concerned, the main character apparently features red and blue hair, and the roster of other characters seeming includes regularly recurring character Anna. Uh, I am not the biggest Fire Emblem fan, even though I understand that this is uh, one of the best reviewing franchises in the past decade. Um, yeah, I, I just feel I, like we're, we're getting a new one of these like houses. every year. Well, it's definitely gotten bigger and bigger, especially off the 3DS games. Uh, even at Fire Emblem Heroes on the mobile one is huge right now. Um, apparently they did, uh crossover event where the five-star gotchas are like summer mm. summer summer uh, summer units for uh three houses characters and people are thirsting over them so they know how to do gotcha properly <laughs> but yeah fire emblem uh, it looks like there's a new one coming will be announced soon uh curious so let's see let's just say over here this reddit post um it's a new game, not a remake. Brand new story. Collaboration between Intelligent Systems, Koei Tecmo, and Gust. Uh, Gust heavily assisted with visuals and graphics. Graphics are an improvement over Three Houses. Originally intended as an anniversary game to celebrate FE's 30th anniversary, the game has been finished for over a year. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Main character, Main Lord, has strange red-blue hair. His mother is a dragon, which is common in Fire Emblem. And new emblems gimmick allows players to summon FE characters from past for your squad interesting um yeah i mean as long as it's a good strategy game and mm -hmm. their stories have been good so i imagine it'll do well for nintendo uh yeah so this is something that could be seen at this rumored uh direct at the end of the month the news about the nintendo direct appears was broken by alana pierce former ign producer she currently is a writer over at uh sony san diego that's the god of war studio right sony san diego yeah. She's right, right uh, God of War. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and actually, you know, it says former IGN producer here, but I, I think most 
recently prior to going to sunny san diego she was on the funhouse team and i love funhouse if you're not a, if you're not watching funhouse on, on youtube you are missing out uh that being said she said that i believe there is a nintendo direct coming on the 29th i don't know if that's been announced you heard it here first and then she said that she didn't consider it a leak because the information didn't come from nintendo or include any hint about what might be at the apparent event now video game chronicles corroborated the date reporting that pierce's comments match what the site had been told and so um yeah i'm excited to see what they what they bring again i uh, and it's the Nintendo Directs for the most part um, have been very good. I mean, they were the first ones to kind of start doing this kind of, you know, uh, pre-recorded release video. And now you've got Sony doing it and Microsoft to an extent with the game showcase. And so I, there are still so many games that we know about that are supposed to be coming out soon uh, that they could be showing off. There's also games that have been announced in the past that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, I don't want to say on Metroid. Yeah, I'd love to see an update on Metroid. I, I would also like to see the update on the Breath of the Wild sequel. You know, maybe we actually get the name of the title and a date. Even if the date is like early next year, that that, that would be great as well. Um, they they reveal it and then like the cartridge pops out of the Switch and it says Switch Pro. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? They would, I, I, I am... You know, not the biggest uh, Nintendo fanboy necessarily. Yeah. I, I I play everything that they release, but I I'm very rarely am I like, is that my go-to console anymore? If they announced that, the amount of hype I would have and joy I would experience would be uh, would be unbelievable. I also think that it we're we're due for a uh, 2D Mario as well. Um, I so would... I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that. Even the Odyssey too, like yeah, or you, something, you know, or something, or something that just plays off of what they did with that 3D Land, uh, like DLC expansion, Bowser's Fury. What was it? Bowser's Fury. Yeah, yeah. because like, I actually I, like that format uh, quite a bit, and and think that they could do a fully fleshed game that way. I, you know, when they went over to the Switch, they kind of just went full console with it. I kind of mm -hmm. wish they would go lean back into some of the stuff they did with like the DS, 3DS. Like it doesn't need to have dual screen support, but like some of their best, my best memories with Nintendo are like the 2D titles they have put out on handheld consoles. And so mm -hmm. like, can me like a Mario Luigi, like the, the Paper I mean, Mario they put out was pretty great. Uh, yeah. Origami King. Yep. So. I mean, and not for yeah. nothing, a console, fully fledged console 2D games are awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, one of the most anticipated games and one of the games that our people are super hyped about is that Hollow Knight Silk Song, you know? Yeah. And so um, I, I do wish that they, would, they we could get some more of that stuff. I, I'm, I'm ready for a new 2D Mario. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, and like... I mean, we did just get... I mean, 2D is not dead. We did just get yeah. Metroid Prime... Uh, not Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime Dread. Dread. But that feels like ages ago at this it point. It does. It wasn't that long ago, but it does yeah. feel like ages ago. Yeah. Um, you know, just coming out of like this summer game fest, not E3, uh, <laughs> period. Yeah. I've got to say like the, while we didn't get these like major, like revolutionary game announcements, like I still think Forza Motorsport is doing like black magic <laughs> to pull off what it's doing. Um, like it's truly impressive. I yeah. do think that we are getting solid solid games uh out of the lineup 
and you know even if they're not first party games they're coming to game pass which is great and this the availability for me to play them across different platforms like i could be playing persona 5 in the cloud on my console or on pc like my same yeah. carries over same with silk song like wherever i'm comfortable just being opening up those options makes makes things better for me uh yep. and i i that's what i'm hoping for more of going um into the future like I think one of my favorite things has been like bouncing between like the Series S and the Series X um, with, with no issue. Uh, yep. it, it's it's nice to just have things move and carry on with you. And I think, I, I you know, I, I I think I said this before. I was hoping Microsoft would come out with the with the games guns blazing. But as we saw as the year continued to go on, it just like everything is being pushed back into twenty twenty three, and so it's like it's the COVID effect uh, again and again. And, you know, if games need to take extra time, take time. You don't want another cyberpunk yep. situation. And Microsoft definitely doesn't need a misstep. And I think the same with Sony. Uh, so I'm, you know, I think overall, hey, it, 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 good time to be a gamer. You know, like 2023 is going to be absolutely insane. But um, I think there's some breathing room this year. And... Sure, Elden Ring walks away with Game of the Year, unless Ragnarok really <laughs> knocks it out of the park. Um, but yeah, D- decent year, decent showing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's still, it, it, you're right. It wasn't as hype as previous years have been. It's also because it is being spread out, right? We're not getting bombarded yeah. in this one weekend. Uh, all the all the news, and so, but it it is. I st- I've still enjoyed it, man. I love this time of year. Like, for me, there's nothing like sitting there and relaxing for a couple hours and just seeing trailer after trailer, gameplay after gameplay, um, yeah. announcement after announcement. And then, yeah, for me, the the big thing again it continues to be Game Pass coming out of this year is, is not just the fact that, um, you, I mean, you talked about how easy it is to kind of bounce from the Series X and the Series S and and. and and how fluid that is and seamless it is but also just like how easy it is to just pick up and play something and give something a try that i normally wouldn't on game pass and and find something that i i love turn turns out right yeah and so um yeah i'm, I'm excited to see what this year brings uh, again i we I, I i can't wait until we're kind of out of the effects of covid right uh i don't know if we ever will because honestly <laughs> episode 300 it, these COVID it, effects are finally yeah, going to it yeah um but it it, it the next year is going to be very interesting um especially when we find out what ends up happening and with that activision uh microsoft deal if that en- ends up closing and so i think next non-e3 or e3 depending on if it does come back strong is going to yeah. be a very very interesting one as well and a very different one um all right well that wraps up this week's episode uh next week i am out of town Bilal will be hosting by oh you know uh the show himself if he maybe no, with somebody um, else but he'll be he'll, he'll be hosting it uh yeah. next i'll be week hosting and- i'll be hosting uh we have josh spear uh who is writing for the site he's been uh, mm. recently been covering um uh, the boys and uh he you know he's also writes he's an editor for hey poor player so he'll be uh he's able to do podcasts on tuesdays or thursdays so i'll uh 
I'll you know share info on, on when we'll record next week. Uh, yep. So we'll, you know, me and him will tackle the podcast in the off weeks. Uh, and then so. the week after that is when we plan on doing our celebration for reaching the 100 episode milestone. And we'll have some giveaways. I've been sitting yes. on something for a while now. So make sure you come check us out live uh, so you can be entered to win. Uh, we're going to do the giveaways. I think the plan is to do them right on stream. You have yeah. to be here in the chat live uh, in order to have a chance at winning. And listen, uh, Bilal, just... we're not we're not cheaping out on these prizes either. <laughs> There's a, they're, they're like, you'd be happy to receive one of these type of things. Yeah, I think be so. Like, Here's I think a so. Kirby sticker. No. Yeah, uh... right, right. I mean, we're yeah. also not getting, we're not buying people consoles, so don't get your hype, so hopes up too, too, too hype. Uh, you but promised me it, a console. It, okay, well, <laughs> it, uh, but I think it'll be worth your while. Yeah. Uh, Bala, why don't you let people know where they can follow you, follow the site. Yeah, uh, so theworkprints.com, happily hosting us, well, uh, happily being our home for the last hundred episodes over the last eight years of doing this. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, check out theworkprint.com. We have episode reviews for Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Boys, uh, Terraformers. We have a great piece going up tomorrow, 9 a.m. in the morning, from uh, Other Rob and Eileen about the Banksy building clouds in, in the sky exhibit in New York City. Uh, so if you're into art or you're not into art, check out the article. It's very well written. Uh, so that's all at theworkprint.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, uh, just search for the work print. Uh, I have been streaming a lot more. Uh, I just did a pretty extensive uh, stream of the query, um, which was fun. Uh, I had a few people pop it here and there uh, through that, but it was <laughs> just fun to play through. Uh, and I listen. I need back I need at to, my reactions. <laughs> I need to. I need to say something, and I'm sorry. It's just my. I like. I. I can't not say. It. So quarry. Corey, not query, uh, I know. Not query. Those are yes. two different. Corey, I know. I, I, I said it and I was like, oh, maybe no one's going to hear me. No, oh, I just, I, there, there's no, I just, I, I know it's, it's such yeah. a jerk thing to do, but it just like, it like, eat, it's like a brain worm, right? It just like <laughs> yeah, eats no. at me. And so yeah. I was like, I just let it go. Just let it go. And then I just, I, I cut it. Uh, as, I, as soon as I said it, I knew <laughs> it. I, I was like, oh, no, someone's going to call me out. Someone is. Yeah. The quarry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, if you missed a, or join us uh, late into this live stream, go back. We talked very highly about that game. Um, and then there's also in our highlight, recent highlights on Twitch as well. So if you want to just check out some of the gameplay there, um, the first the first stream is the prologue in chapter one, and then uh, yesterday's stream is like chapter five to the end of the game, which is like a nice four and a half hours. Uh, uh, they will be putting out. Uh, multiplayer audience mode in july so i'll plan on doing like a community stream for that uh in the meantime i'll be checking out some of the playstation plus stuff um all those classic games that they put out we'll go and do a stream of that um you know a lot of exciting stuff coming uh, definitely streaming a lot more uh, i just need to look at the game calendar and see what what's exciting that's coming up uh it is kind of a, a weird period oh yeah uh, Outriders, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as for me, you can follow me at sunnyvice20 s n y. Uh, no, s u n n y v i c e two zero. You know what the problem is? The problem is I'm thinking about what I'm. I'm excited to say what I'm going to say next. 
that I'm not, I'm fudging the things I do normally. Yeah, S-U-N-N-Y-V-I-C-E-2-0 across all social media. Uh, you can catch me streaming here um, when I do pop on. And I plan on streaming as of right now. I got to see if my friend's on board. I've got a friend visiting me uh, for the weekend. And he is a big uh, beat-em-up uh, brawler fan. And so I'm going to probably pop on tomorrow and stream of that TMNT Shutter's Revenge and see if he's down to kind of be on cam with me and, and play through that. Uh, I imagine knowing him that him and I will probably sit down and, and just play through the whole thing together if we can. 16 levels. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that thing is going to be interesting because there's a, I know they said there's two, two modes. One's a classic arcade and one's just like level save points and checkpoints mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, if if I'm around, can I join I'll, you guys? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Be so much fun. Yep. Um, all right. I think that wraps us up. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and watching. A decent number of you guys actually uh, watching throughout the whole thing. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I, in my opinion, it makes it way more enjoyable when you guys are here and, and talking in chat. Uh, thank you for those who listen to the audio podcast after the fact. Again, as much as I love having my face on uh, camera i take great pride in the audio quality of this podcast and everything that Bilal and i have done to make it sound as possible as good as possible Bilal, again i know you were through the storm of the whole move for the most part uh but you still have a very young child and so uh <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy life to to be here and do the show with me uh thanks for messaging back going let's do a podcast again <laughs> it's, been, it's it's been a very fun 50 plus episodes since we've been back last since last march um mm -hmm. but you know i there's no one else i would want to do this with oh thank you thank you yeah. same here buddy same here yeah. um right. and oh wait real quick one of the things that we didn't mention when we were talking at the beginning of the podcast and i wanted to say it and i didn't is uh yeah we started this years and years and years ago and uh I think without either of us, we wouldn't, I mean, without him, I wouldn't be at episode 100. Um, I think he would say the same about me, but we also mm -hmm. cannot forget that uh, Jen, Jen. Uh, was a, a, a huge, huge uh, role in getting this thing started and kind yeah. of uh, helping, <laughs> yeah. helping uh, find our voice in the way we, we do this and stuff like that. Um, I know that she's super busy and on a different time zone than us. So it makes it very difficult for her to join us on these uh, but this show wouldn't be what it is with, without uh, her contributions uh, as well. I mean, I mean, her her legacy lives on in the work print, like the logos, everything. Yeah. That, that's all Jen. Uh, you know, and part of my part of my love for indie games is because of Jen. And yeah. so, like, I I owe her more than she knows. If you ever get a chance, go look up. God, I don't know if it's on the work print or you have to go to Pop the Mall on Way Back Time Machine. Uh, look up her features for Die Another Play, where she reviewed games based on how you die and how difficult they were. It was it was one of my favorite things ever. Um, yeah, uh, Jen, we love you. Uh, yep, you are forever uh, the foundation of this site. And there's always, and we leave a seat open for you anytime yes. you want. All right. Yep. In, All in right. Seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'll, you know me, Jen. I'll kick him off real quick and replace yeah, him with you if you want. You know it. He'll be like, you produce, you're not even allowed on TriCast. <laughs> uh, all right. Until next time. Bye-bye.